0: Oh, oh, Welcome to the Head to Heal podcast, where you'll go head over heels learning about how the body and the brain work together to either feed disease or fight it. I'm your host, Jordana Sade, certified holistic nutritionist and founder of the Mindful Clinic. With a background in nutrition, behavioral neuropsychology, and hypnosis, I'm going to walk you through the root cause of your symptoms and disordered behaviors. The body has an innate ability to heal. No one is destined for illness, and most, if not all, disorders can be reversed. Come with me as we develop a new understanding of how you can use your head to heal and truly thrive. Hey guys, it's Jordana from The Mindful Clinic, and before the year ends, I wanted to catch you with one last really exciting episode from The Mindful Method and really talk to you guys about New Year's resolutions because I had kind of this big epiphany this year where I was like, fuck this, I'm canceling New Year's resolutions They literally don't work and I want to share with you guys what to do instead because I truly genuinely want you all to be very successful in 2024. There's just no reason why you can't have whatever you want. Like literally the only limits in your life are the limits in your own mind. So like let's fucking get in the driver's seat of our lives and just actually live the life that we dream because the universe or God whatever you believe in isn't cruel. Like they don't it doesn't put dreams in your head if you don't if you can't, don't have the opportunity to get them. And so, I want you guys to really start to create plans and believe that you have the power to achieve whatever it is you want to achieve. But one way, one sure way that we're not going to get there is creating a new year's resolution. And so, I'm canceling new year's resolutions this year and this is what we are going to do instead. I'll tell you in a second. Of course, we have to create the anticipation, okay? First of all, let's talk about why New Year's resolutions don't work. And this is actually scientifically proven. So very similar to how diets have like a 98% fail rate. 90% of New Year's resolutions will actually be abandoned within the first few months. Okay. And actually there's this day, it's called Quitter's Day. And guess what it is? I was like looking it up. I'm like, it's got to be like February 24th or something. It's January 12th. Okay. Within the first 12 days of January, most people have quit their New Year's resolution. Oh my God. (laughs) What the fuck are we doing? Like, why are we still making new year's resolutions. It's the same thing with the diet. It's like, okay, do you think at midnight, Oh, the clock strikes 12 and I'm all of a sudden a brand new person. Like, no guys, that doesn't work that way. You have years and years and years and years of programming that has built up the templates of your nervous system that aren't conscious. And so with your conscious mind, you can resolute all you want. You can create goals. You can have the desire for new habits, but the truth really is if those habits were going to succeed, you would have done them already. It's not for lack of desire. And so when the clock strikes 12 at midnight on December 31st and we head into the new year, nothing is actually changed about your brain at all. And so if we want New Year's resolutions to change, we actually have to change the brain, of course, right? And I'm not, like, not going to go into a whole episode about subconscious reprogramming and all of these things, because I'm sure you guys have heard me say it a million times. And there's so many ways that we can approach this, but there is actually a very simple thing, simple reframe, simple perspective shift that we can do on January 1st or December 31st, where it will actually have a very high likelihood to succeed. And that's all I want for you. So when the clock strikes midnight, it usually signals the start of a new year, obviously. And so many people are committing to New Year's resolutions. Like, I think there's a statistic. It's like 61% of people say that they feel pressured to, and then 66.5% of people say they will make at least one New Year's resolution, likely three. And losing weight is actually one of the top ones there. So LOL, if you're listening to this and that's one of your new year's resolutions for the love of fucking God, do not join a gym, do not start a meal plan because if it were as simple as just you being too sedentary or you not eating the right foods, then a whole food diet and a fucking gym membership would have solved the problem a long time ago, okay? It's not that simple. So do the deeper work so the weight stays off and then you don't feel like a failure. All right. All right. That's my spiel. Um, Also, if you're listening to this, I'll just say this now, but MFM, the price increases every January. So if you want to take advantage, like I think you guys have like a day left. If you want to take advantage and you're a go-getter and you're listening to this, I would just sign up for next year because you would be saving like a thousand bucks. All right. Moving on. So Whether it is to lose weight or go out of debt or to pursue a hobby, right? A lot of people, especially I'm in my 30s, so a lot of people in their 30s are like, yeah, this is the time to like bring hobbies back. I know I did. I like dance twice a week. I I play games with my friends, like board games, um, charades, and I have the best time doing it. So, you know, if it's to create a new hobby or pursue an old hobby or lose weight or get out of debt or start socializing with new people or maybe it's to start a journaling practice, whatever it is, right? You are among the 70% of people who will make New Year's resolutions and I don't want you to be of that 90% of people that abandon them within the first 12 days or the first few months. So here's why resolutions actually fail. So obviously I explained like, you know, when the clock strikes midnight, your brain doesn't just all of a sudden change. So even if you really, really desire it for 2024, if the brain doesn't change, your life doesn't change. Okay. You, it, things might change or evolve for a few weeks or a few days, but at the end of the day, when something triggering happens or, um, when you are get tired or there's a stressful event, your brain is going to go back to old programming. And so if you haven't changed a program, you haven't changed your life. So this is not going to happen just because the clock strikes 12, right? The other component to this is just in the way that New Year's resolutions are even marketed. Like if we think about it, this is a resolution, okay? So what does resolution mean? It means this is like something we're going to solve, right? And so if there's something that we need to solve, then there's something that's broken that needs to be fixed, Or there's something that doesn't work that needs to be fixed. And from the way that the mind really works is if you believe that you have to fix something or change something about yourself in order to be better or be lovable or be happy, you're never going to get there. Because what's the I am to that? The I am isn't I am healthy, it's I want to be healthy, I need to be healthy, I should be healthy. So the I am is really I'm not healthy. And your daily behaviors match your deepest beliefs about yourself. And so if we believe that we need to resolute or create a resolution to ourselves, what we're really telling ourselves is there's something wrong with me. And as long as your brain feels like there's something wrong with you, especially like in the current moment, it's going to be very difficult for you to make long lasting changes because your brain is going to seek comfort. Your brain is going to want to self-soothe and it's going to want to feel safe because you're literally creating an inner narrative telling it that it's, it's not safe. I want you to think about like wolves or, you know, packs of animals. This is all a very primitive part of the brain. It's not conscious creative. This isn't like the evolved human version. The evolved human version is like, yeah, I want to be rich and I'm just going to save 5% every month. <laughs> but the primitive part of the brain is like, oh my God, if I have a lot of money, then it doesn't feel safe for me because my parents fought about money every month and XYZ and I don't deserve it. And and then you, you end up spending all your money before you can even put some in the savings account, right? And so I want you to think about animals, because this comes from the primitive part of the brain. If there's a pack of animals and one of them, there's something wrong with that animal, like what happens? They get abandoned and they fucking die. They can't fend for themselves. And so I want you to actually think about, so if your resolution is I want to get, lose weight, or if your resolution is I want to make more money, or your resolution is I want to find love or whatever it is, I want you to think about what the opposite of that is, because that is your I am, Right. And so we cannot actually make sustainable changes. Like the human brain won't make sustainable changes if it believes that there's something wrong with it. You will fall back into victim mode and you will start to, like in a moment of crisis, your prefrontal cortex will shut right off and you'll go back to old programming. And so because the subconscious subconscious mind is not wired for success, it's wired for safety, all of the behaviors that you have right now, even if, They are really self-sabotaging, even if it's something like vaping, where vaping is like clearly killing you, your brain genuinely believes that it needs it to be safe or else you wouldn't keep doing it, you know? And so it's not going to be as simple as just being like, well, I'm just going to have a resolution of throwing the vape away because like I want to be healthy and I deserve to be healthy. Yeah, you do deserve to be healthy and I know you want to be healthy, but unless you change your subconscious programming, like you're going to probably go back to that vape at one point or another. Okay. So really it's not your fault. It's your programming. So when we approach something from a place of like something's wrong with me or I need to be fixed or I need to change in order to be happy or successful, it literally goes against the basic laws of our identity. Your brain isn't going to make you a liar. And so if the I am is like I am not lovable and therefore I need to find love, or if the I am is like I'm not healthy and therefore I need to be healthier, um then the brain is going to validate itself. It's going to look through life through the lens of um somebody who isn't healthy. And you're going to look like literally manifest situations to keep you stuck in the familiar because the brain loves to be in the familiar. Okay? So it's not even your fault. <laughs> this isn't like you to blame. It's not about discipline, it's not about willpower. It just genuinely doesn't work. When We approach it this way. So let's fucking all cancel resolutions, okay? (laughs) They don't work. And let's do this instead. So instead of New Year's resolutions, this year at the Mindful Clinic, we are doing New Year's manifestations. Woohoo! It's so exciting! Because when we say that we're manifesting something, rather than having to chase it, or rather than having to push for it, or work for it, or change ourselves in order to experience it, we're fucking attracting it. It's like, no, bitch, I'm a magnet. Come at me. (laughs) I'm full. I'm already amazing. I'm already capable. I'm already lovable. I'm already healthy and more and more and more. Yeah. Like, let's go to the next step. That's what manifesting is. It's like, okay, if I believe that this is who I am, I will see it in the physical reality. But if you're approaching it from the resolution, that's not what you, you believe you are. What you're saying is I need to resolutionize something about myself. I need to solve something like there's a problem that needs to be fixed rather than I'm going to manifest it. I already am it and therefore I will see it in the physical matter. OK, the other component to this is you cannot be in a state of wanting and having at the same time. Honestly, when I learned this, I was like, oh, my God, duh. Duh. But how often do you feel like you're in this state of like scarcity or lack? I just want this thing so badly. I just want this car. I just want this um, partner. I want whatever it is. I want to make this amount of money in business, or I just desperately want to fit into this, my old pair of jeans. Like, if you desperately want it, you're not going to get it. You're going to chase that feeling forever. You might get it temporarily. Like, I'm not saying like starving yourself isn't going to make you lose weight. It will initially, of course, but you'll gain it all back because you haven't changed the construct. All you've done is like, like punished yourself and then because your brain is going to validate its own reality you're going to end up right back where you are this is the set point theory another scientifically proven theory of weight gain okay and so you can't be in a state of wanting and having at the same time the more you desperately want the weight loss the more you're going to need to want it the more it's not your current reality whereas if we switch the narrative and we're like hey okay I desire like there is a desire of um, finding my the leanest or healthiest version of myself like oh my gosh I'm a fucking fat burning machine like every day you wake up and you're like I'm a fat burning machine or you you know when you're eating a piece of cake which you in the past would have thought like oh shit this is like so bad for me it's going to go straight to my ass whatever you're just like wow I take whatever I need and I get rid of the rest or I'm going to burn this like immediately Like you actually get back in the driver's seat and you tell your body what to do. And I can tell you right now, there's no one else in charge. (laughs) What goes on in your body? Like, you know, like unless somebody's put a curse on you, but like that's just like, let's not even go there. Like you are the only fucking pilot. So you direct the plane or the wind takes you, you know? And so you have the power to actually tell your body what to do. And we can't be in a state of wanting and having at the same time. So rather than wanting it, We need to feel like it's already ours. We need to approach it from every day in every way. I'm getting better and better rather than I'm broken and I need to solve a problem or I need to change in order to be X, Y, and Z. I saw this uh, really good TikTok and it was talking about it was manifest, talking about manifestation, but it was talking about um, the vibe of how you get into the energy of I already have it when you don't, because I know. If what you want is to lose weight or be healthy and you look in the mirror and that's not what you see, I'm not expecting you to lie to yourself. It's not going to work. You're going to feel even worse because you're going to be like, oh, my God, I feel like I look terrible. You can't just be like, I'm skinny and like not see a skinny thing in the mirror. You know, can't lie to yourself. But what you can say is oh my gosh, I'm so excited to get closer to my goal every day and every way I'm getting better and better. Or you can like look at the physical reality and just go, wow, that's the reality. Everything that has happened in the past couple of years has brought me to this point. And I'm so excited to see how the next few years are going to pan out, right? Because if your body is holding on to extra weight, it's not adaptive. So there is an imbalance and that's happening in your mind or the energy or the frequency, like emotions, um, or it's happening in the physical matter, in the physiology of your body. And that's not your like destiny, right? So it's not even really about fixing or changing. It's like, how do I just like come back to myself? How do I release what's not mine, what's not needed for survival and come back to my health. And that's how I want you to approach it. But the TikTok was really cool. So it was talking about how, um, especially with money too, like if you aren't a millionaire and what you wanna do is manifest a million dollars but you're supposed to behave like a millionaire, how are you supposed to buy the like, $500,000 car or Porsche when you don't have that money in your account? It's like, how do we get in that mindset, you know? So the TikTok said this, It said, imagine somebody gave you a check for a million dollars. And obviously this is a large amount of money. So when you go to the bank and you give it to the bank teller, the bank teller's like, amazing, we're going to put this in your bank account, but it's going to take about a week for the money to come into the bank account. When you're walking around that next week, you are different. Like, I want you to just settle into the energy of, oh my gosh, the million dollars is going to be in my bank account in just a few days. Like, how different does that energy feel about you? It's not in your bank account yet, so you're not spending that money. But, like, you're walking around as if you're a millionaire because you are. You just, like, it's just not, it hasn't shown up in the physical yet. And that's exactly how we're going to manifest, okay? Whether it's the body or the money or the partner, it's like, oh, it's mine. It's just not there yet. <laughs> it's just not in the account. It's just not in the physical mirror. It's just not, like, sending me flowers yet, But it's any moment now, you know, so I thought this concept was really cool. And I want to give you guys just a few last parting words. This was not meant to be a super long episode. This was just meant to be me coming in here, telling you how much I love you, how grateful I am for you guys. This year was an incredible year for uh, the Mindful Clinic. And this podcast is my baby. And I appreciate every single one of you. Every time that somebody messages me and says, they listened to my podcast or um, an episode changed their life, or I can, you guys tag me in your post. Like it it genuinely, makes me so happy like this is why i do what i do and i'm so grateful for you guys so i just want to wish you like the best 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 2024 and the happiest closing of 2023 but before i go i'm going to leave you with very specific things that you can do to create this manifestation process and you can do this like on december 31st or on january 1st um, or as an ongoing process So the first thing is that I would do is I would find out if you are a specific or non-specific manifester. So this is a part of human design. So if you know your exact um, birth hour and time, then um, just there's this like you can just look up literally like find my human design and um, you're going to need your birth time, birth place, birth, um, you know, sign, all those things. And it will tell you like you're a projector, a generator. I've had somebody on this podcast talk about that before, but Um, You're going to get this chart and you'll see if you're a specific or non-specific manifester. If you can't see it on that chart, just like DM me or something. I can see it very clearly, but it's hard to explain over a podcast. Like if you're looking at the actual chart, it it looks like you're going to see a person with these kind of like energy zones and all of these arrows. If the arrows on the right side, as you're looking at it, are pointing in the same direction, you're a specific manifester. If they're pointing in opposite directions, you're a non-specific manifester. So you want to find out if you're a specific or non-specific manifester because it's fucking important because if you are a specific manifester, you are going to need to manifest in a very specific way. So it's not just like, I want to be rich. It's like, I desire to make 10000 $500 every single month I desire 25 clients to come in every single month I desire to step on the scale and see 145 pounds like whatever it is right Um, but it, it should be very specific if you're a non-specific manifester the most important thing that you're going to do is get into the energy of having the thing that you desire so rather than being like 20 clients a month you just like want to sit in the energy of like what does it feel like if You had an abundance of clients coming in every single month and like you just didn't have to worry about money. Or what does it feel like if you were already at your ideal weight and you were putting on clothes and looking at yourself in the mirror? Right? It's like it's more about how it feels and the energy of it rather than the specific number, the specifics, um, the red Jeep four-door sport, whatever, right? Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing is make your manifestation very clear. And so even if you're a non specific manifester, you just don't want to be like, I want to lose, I want to step on the scale and see 145 pounds. It's like, no, okay, I desire to release all the excess weight, to step on the scale, see 145 pounds, to feel the best in my clothes. Like, you want to really just take it to the next step, like, paint yourself a picture. This is half of how hypnotism works like hypnotherapy is by creating the visualization in your brain so that you can feel it in your body because all emotions are stored in the body and if we aren't moving the emotions we're not changing anything and so just make it very clear so that you can actually feel the um the empowerment of being in that situation rather than just you know like throwing shit at the wall just okay I want a new job or a new career it's like what does that really mean? Like, okay, are you, instead of being accountant, would you like to work at McDonald's? Like you need to be specific. Okay. And don't be afraid to like ask for what you want. Like these manifestations, these manifestations are for you. So nobody's judging you here. Okay. So like what you want is to be fucking famous, a famous singer and you're like 60 years old and you think your time is gone. Like it's just don't be shy. Say exactly what you want and say it clearly. The third thing is get into the energy of the manifestation. You want to embody it for at least 10 minutes a day. And so this is what I was talking about. Like this can be done through hypnosis. It can be done through meditation. Um, you just want to like feel into it. I think I've said enough about that, but it is very important. Um, the next is to journal, affirm, and repeat. So I have a journaling practice almost every day where I literally am just like, I'm so grateful for X, Y, Z. I am so grateful for XYZ. I am Y, so Z. XYZ. I am abundant. I am this. And then I'm like... 2024 manifestations and I just like write that down um and the days that I don't do it I don't beat myself up over it like this isn't this isn't to create judgment like we aren't here to like start something that we're gonna feel like a failure for But I do notice the days where, you know, when I don't do it a couple of days in a row, I start to feel myself like not feeling so magnetic. And so really just trust that if you desire your manifestation to come through, that you are going to be able to take aligned action to do the thing that you need to do in order to receive it. So for me, journaling is is super powerful, but that's definitely not everybody's favorite outlet. The last one is hypnosis. Duh! If you're gonna work with a one-on-one hypnotherapist, they are likely going to create a script for you. Like you don't don't just look a, up a script online or. Um, you know, just like find something on YouTube, it's, it, if it's in somebody else's language or somebody else's words, it's not going to be as effective for you. So with my one-on-one clients, I really do like get into the nitty gritty. Like they actually come up, it's their language that I'm using and that's why it's so effective. Um, and in the mindful method, there's just so many options that like it hits it for one person or another. Plus we're doing Reiki and the energy work in it. So it's just like effective in other ways. And there's repetition, Um, but hypnosis is another really good, uh, alternative or a way that you can visualize and see yourself and imagine yourself experiencing the thing that you want to experience rather than having to like punish yourself, setting your alarm early, calling yourself a failure when it doesn't work. Okay. Alternatively, you can come up with a word or a theme for 2024 and see how it unfolds. I was just trying to think about mine tbd okay tbd it'll come to me in an inspired aligned action okay my friends i love you all i hope you had the most amazing 2023 and if you didn't then okay bitch let's get out of the dark night of the soul let's return back home and let 2024 be your elevation i'm so excited for all of you you all deserve to thrive If you like this episode, don't forget to like and subscribe and I'll see you back on another episode of the Head to Heal Podcast. Bye!